We're talking with Dave Mason, a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who is out on the World in Changes tour. He'll be coming to our area at the Crest Theater in Sacramento on Wednesday, November 16th at 8 o'clock. Hey, Dave, it's wonderful to chat with you. Uh, thank you. Nice to be here. Nice to be anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You've been, well, you've been anywhere for quite a while, uh, in the music world anyway, and I imagine just uh, metaphysically as well. Uh, pretty much almost the last 60 years, so yeah. When folks come out to the Crest Theater on Wednesday, November 16th, they're going to see Dave Mason with a full band, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. What kind of band do you have together, and what kind of shows are you putting on? Well, um, my other guitar player, full band, drummer, keyboards, bass player, a great band. And we pretty much go through, uh, you know, well, obviously there are obviously going to be things in there that people sometimes want to hear, but is not there can't do everything it's been it's been a large it's been a long career so but mostly stuff from obviously from my solo albums the uh, things like only you know and i know feeling all right we just disagree and then i revisit some traffic stuff kind of a re- little bit rearranged kind of updated it put it more in, in the way i would do it and basically that's it a couple of the other uh, members do some stuff uh, my guitar player, Johnny Sambatero, does a killer version of uh, Can't Find My Way Home. So we just sort of, you know, we try to go out there and have fun musically. What makes it fun for you musically still when you're out on stage? Well, my, I mean, I'm essentially a guitar player. Singing is something that just, you know, <laughs> when I was younger, you had to learn the new songs of the day to get, you know, gigs in the pub or something. So sort of singing was sort of the secondary for me. I'm, you know, guitar is what I love doing. Yeah. So that's fresh, and I have enough stuff in there musically so that, I mean, I guess I pick, I pick a lot of things that give me a chance to stretch out on electric guitar, and so that means I, you know, things are somewhat, they're never the same every night. Let's put it that way. So you leave enough room for spontaneity. Do you always have a guitar in your hand when you're not when you're just hanging around the house or walking around the yard no. or whatever? <laughs> no, I it, no, I don't. It, I don't do that. I pick it up. I pick it up pretty much every day. But but no. When you were a young kid, did you have it in your hand all the time when you were, you were learning? Yes, I did. I even took it to school. Took my my art the art teacher my, for our art class. I said, you know, can I just bring this and practice in art class? Do you remember what kind of guitar was it? Was it an old Stella or something? Or oh God, my first guitar was was a Mayfair. I, I doubt whether they're even in business anymore. So that, and then I had a Goya tone. Finally, I got my Stratocaster, which is what I wanted. Yeah. Well, you're recognized as one of the great guitarists in rock and roll. Who were your influences that made you want to even try to pick a guitar when you were young? My first influence was Hank Marvin. I'm not even familiar. Educate me. No, well, that's the problem. I mean, Hank Marvin was the lead guitar player for the Shadows. Okay. And the Shadows were huge all over the world, except here in America. I mean, literally Far East, Japan, all of Europe. And then how did that come to be? Did you just want to be in a rock band like all the other kids in school, or were you unique and I wanted to be like Hank Marvin? (laughs) Well, yeah, I wanted to be Hank Marvin. Uh, But... um, 
Well, I basically, I just figured that, I, you know, I wasn't going to be, I didn't qualify to do what I really wanted to do when I was really young, which is join the Royal Air Force. How come you didn't qualify to join the Royal Air Force? My, my math skills are not great. I don't have a head for numbers. I mean, I can add, subtract, and divide pretty quick, but, you know. Do you still look at that at this point in your life as something missed out on? Not really. I mean, I, you know, I, I spent a lot of time, take, you know, flying, taking um, flying lessons, got 20 hours in helicopters, but I, I kind of gave it up because it's something you, you either you do it or, you know, it's a, you can't just be a weekend warrior up there. Yeah, so you don't have a pilot's license now? No. We're talking with Dave Mason, who was uh, coming to the Crest Theater on Wednesday, November 16th. You know, I was going through your website, and I saw some nonprofits that you supported, two of them specifically, Rock Our Vets and Sophie's Mission. Can you talk about them for a moment? Uh, yeah, Rock Our Vets is um, a friend of mine I started a long time, well, quite a while back. Basically, we support, we support mostly veterans, uh, military veter- veterans, but we also actually support all uniformed services, police, fire, uh, whatever, and try to supply things that they might need. Sophie's uh, Choices is a new, with a, uh, a long-time friend of mine who's been in radio for years, and he had a daughter with autism, and their uh, new HD radio is starting up, and we are looking to actually take on people with autism or other dysfunctional abilities that uh, and teach them how to be DJs. We're starting new HD radio, and um, that's that's the plan. It's a win-win all around. It's great for the those with autism or any other disabilities, and it's great for the musicians because, you know, radio basically, especially terrestrial radio, the old days when there were DJs and they'd play new stuff. I mean, it, it's it's a win for the musicians too. We need to get back to uh, promoting. I mean, I don't really put out new stuff anymore. There's nowhere to promote it. So, Well, I would encourage people to go to your website because there's a bunch of cool new stuff. It seems like new stuff there. Well, there's, there are things on my website that I put if people want to download stuff, yes. I was looking at a new marble vinyl package of Alone Together Again. Yep. It said 200 gram pressing. Now, that's a heavy record. I did it in a marble sort of vinyl, not exactly like the original. Uh, whether there are any of those left, I don't know. <laughs> you have to break down a whole press just to do those. And then do you put out you put out single tracks? Like I was looking at something called Freshest Tracks Straight from the Studio, and you had Sleepwalk up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, when I'm home, I noodle around in my studio. I have a, I have a whole bunch of things here that I guess I'll slowly trickle out there. People are interested. And then there's uh, the book. Are finally, uh, I, got, I got finally badgered into writing a book, which we started over a year ago. So that's supposedly coming out in May of 2023. And probably titled Only You Know and I Know. Okay. Um, and I believe there are, you can advance order it on. I think it's up on Amazon already. How long ago was it that you put out Rock and Soul Review with Steve Cropper? Oh, that's a while. That's been at least five years. Yeah. That must have been yeah, that, fun for you two guitar that's players. A good live out. Yeah, well, I was, you know, we were always fans of, of Booker T and the MGs. I mean, they they played on, I mean, they backed so many artists. 
they're on so many great records. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, but the play was, was great to do that. Well, Dave, can we dig back into your early days? For you and working with Steve Winwood, did that start with the Spencer Davis group, or did that not happen until Traffic? Well, actually, I, it started with, it actually started with Spencer Davis group. I, I was actually out on the sort of a quasi roadie there for about three months before Steve finally left and we started traffic. I sang on three Spencer Davis records. Somebody helped me, give me some loving, and I'm a man. Yeah, I was noticing that. So you were kind of part of the Spencer Davis group for a bit. Well, I was, like I said, it was more from. It was more from hanging out with Steve and his uh, desire to start something new. I was reading also that uh, you guys never, you didn't make London your home. You moved out to, what was it called, Berkshire? And and that's yeah. kind of where you hung out. Now, what was the di- what was different about that? Was everyone else just in London and you guys wanted to be out in the country? Because I'm not even familiar with what Berkshire was. Well, we're just, we just, we needed somewhere to be away from everything to figure out what the hell we were going to do. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we found a cottage that was out in the middle of the countryside, in the middle of there was nobody there. In fact, there was no no electricity and no running water when we moved in there. Kind of tough to record. Well, we weren't recording. We just needed a place to be yeah. to figure out what what we were going to do. And what came out of that? What would you? How would you describe what came out of that? Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, you know, you, you talk to a young kid today, and, and not a lot of people remember what traffic was, but it was one of the more important cogs in the wheel that was, you know, rock and roll at that time. Well, we were, I guess, looking back, I classified it as we were, we were probably one of the original alternate bands. Very diverse music case. And, of course, you also, you didn't uh, just stick with traffic. Well, you left traffic after a couple of years, and then you kind of went back and forth and played them on and off for the next few years, didn't you? I uh, I left after the first album and then uh, came back and wrote half the second album. And then I moved on and then I moved to America. And then I uh, hooked up with Delaney and Bonnie, played guitar with them for a couple of years and started my solo album, Alone Together. Yeah. You also, I guess back in England, you also were on a lot of legendary stuff. I mean, you were on Beggar's Banquet with the Stones, weren't yeah. you? Uh, yeah, I played on Street Fighting Man. And then I'm looking played, down. Uh, played acoustic guitar and some other things with Hendrix. On, uh, I played on Watchtower. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sang on Crosstown Traffic. And you were on uh, George's uh, All Things Must Pass album, too. On All Things Must Pass. Produced an, uh, produced an album for a group called The Family. Uh, music in a Doll's House. Put out the first stereo single. Talk about that. Well, just basically, I'd been between sort of the first Traffic album and the second one. I was doing other things. One of them was making, I made a single. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a strange little song called Little Woman with Indian percussion on it. But it was the first stereo single called Compatible Stereo. Okay. So you had to have a special player to play it right. No. No? You oh. just, oh, it'll play on mono, but oh. you... You had stereo, you got it in stereo. Wow. What kind of innovations are you into now, or are you just enjoying the ride? I'm just, you know, my big passion right now is remodeling this new place that we live in here in northern Nevada. 
that's my that's my uh, that's my big project at the moment. And the rest is just make you know make music when I'm home, have a little studio and and going out as long as I can stand up and play and hold a guitar. I guess I'll just go out there and play shows as long as people want to will come. You know, I love playing. Don't like traveling too much anymore, but I like to play. Well, we like to hear you, so I think it's a good combination. Yeah, well, well good. <laughs> good. But if you, if you like just great straight-up music, if you know, then it's it, Dave Mason is a show to see. If you if you're looking for smoke bombs and dancers and fireworks, this is not this is not the show. <laughs> All right. Well, the straight-up Dave Mason's coming to the Crest Theater in Sacramento on. Wednesday, November 16th. He's got a Halloween show at the Belly Up in Solano Beach. And I see also some Freight and Salvage shows in, in Berkeley on Friday, November 4th, and Sunday, yeah. November 6th, and up at the Cascade Theater in Reading on Tuesday, November 15th, right before you come to the Crest Theater in Sacramento on the 16th. So we wish you the best on your tour, Dave, and look forward to having you in our area soon. Well, look forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> 